Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Perps and Jai Conversations, the podcast. I'm going to start off by saying I went to the dentist today, so I got quite a few injections in my mouth and my mouth is a little bit swollen. So if I don't sound like myself or I seem like I'm struggling a bit, um, I blame the dentist. So let me just preface that and throw that out there. But hey guys, it's been a minute again because life happened again. Did it. Recovering. Yeah. So we found out uh, since we last spoke to you guys that um, the surgery we mentioned about Birdie having his toe amputated, our dog, if you're new, um, they did find cancer in his toe. And then there was the dreaded weight of, hey, did it spread throughout his body? That was really hard on us. So we did eventually go and get an ultrasound down, done and find out that everything was all good. It didn't spread. I think we caught it in time and we're in a much better place again in our home and the energy's just been different. But then there was a surprise where I recently reconnected um, with some family, um, specifically my mom. And before I knew it, uh, her and my dad were coming out here to surprise Sam and I. And so they were just here this past weekend and that was Sam's first time ever meeting my mom. Mm. I haven't talked to her um, or seen her in a few years and it's just been kind of shocking. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, I um, I guess I would say, I guess probably the best thing to do would kind of tell them how this conversation, how this kind of came to be. Like in terms of like what happened, I believe. So, my mom reached out about a month ago. She called me and, um, you know, we haven't spoken in a few, few years. And um, she reached out. Uh, I think Sam was the first person to call back. He had her, his first ever conversation with her. Um, and, you know, it was, um, it was very respectful. It was, you know, approached with, I know, a lot of love and compassion and understanding on our parts. Um, and... I think what was important for us, what Sam and I discussed was kind of laying down a little bit of boundaries because it's not something that's really common in my culture where I come from because what your elders say is like law. And so um, we talked, well, Sam spoke about the importance of, you know, fixing things so that we don't have division and issues going forward in our relationship. And the interesting thing about parents from South Asian culture is that the way that they apologize, quote unquote, if you're listening to this, I'm doing the little finger bunny ears thing if you're not watching the video, is by showing up in certain ways. So, and for me, we had this discussion. I'd rather somebody apologize with changed behavior anyways, rather than just apologize and then not actually reflect any type of difference. And so they came out here this weekend and I want to say like it was, it was for the most it was it was like a lovely visit like i don't know how else it was to a good it. it was a good overall experience i think that um there was a lot of you know, kindness there was a lot of surprise in terms of just how different things were in terms of how everything initially happened as opposed to seeing them or seeing her, her mom in person her dad her dad time. i already met yeah you know and and he and I, we had certain kind of conversations and stuff. And you could kind of see, you know, his perspective. I was able to talk to him and we were able to kind of like 
get an understanding on some things. But then in terms of her mom, she's the one that I didn't actually ever get a chance to talk to yet. So, you know, getting to this place now, which is a place that we thought, you know, wouldn't actually happen. Um, it was, it was something that was so unexpected. And then once it happened, you kind of like are in this mindset where you're like, you're not sure what to really think about the, the reality of, yeah. of the situation. Um, I enjoyed having him here. Uh, yeah. It was a nice, it was a nice time. Um, we shared some laughs. Like we, she, we shared she quite cooked. a few. We she shared quite a few laughs. She cooked for us. Uh, she was really, <clears throat> she was <laughs> so loving towards Birdie. And like, if you're listening to this and you're Daisy, like you know, like Daisy parents are not big on dogs, but she was so sweet to Birdie and like just so kind. And yeah. I mean, look, I'm still processing it. I'm still processing the whole thing because yeah. it's it's been like kind of like a shock because I kind of thought that this would never even come to be. Like I was like, oh no, like this is just I'm never gonna have. Well, that I think I think out of the the whole reason why this was able even able to happen is because I think of um, you know your individual growth as a person. I think that that is kind of what spurred this because. Remember, we already knew kind of what the situation was in terms of us um, choosing to, uh, you know, do way. things our way and yeah. become a family and stuff like that. But really, um, I think that through the things that you've been working on individually in your in your private time, yeah. um, being able to have those conversations and work on those different things, I think it was able to get you to a place where you can have more of a bird's eye view of the situation and how things happen as opposed to being right in it and feeling those direct, um, you know, kind of feelings based off of what what that person Honestly, said or did. Too, something that I learned from therapy, but also being in this relationship with you is picking and choosing my battles. But I'm also older now. You know, like in your 20s, you're different. And in my 30s, like I don't care to take everything personally. I just don't. Of course, if it's something that's like super disrespectful that needs to be addressed, that's a completely different situation, right? Yeah. But I just don't care to take things personally. And, and because I think also too, you gotta look at um, from a standpoint of like just dealing with certain people, like we are, we are able to do things at times yeah. for other people yeah. that they would never be able to do for us. Right, and so and removing it, expectation almost. Yeah, and yeah. you know, removing expectation mm -hmm. and just kind of knowing how much you can physically hold or deal with mentally right. is, a, is a huge starting point to be able to have you know anything be open back up for any form of communication whatsoever. Right. I feel like personally. I think also the notion that we could change other people, I had to let go of that idea years ago. Yeah. I can't make somebody show up for me in the way that I would hope that they could show up for me. It's right. just not possible. So when I accept things <clears throat> and I accept people as what they are, as long as it's not impeding on the work that I'm doing over here and as long as it's not coming to disrupt our peace and the, the type of home that you and I are building, like full of love and understanding and working on communication and building things, then I think that it's okay to try to rebuild or repair something, you know, and have that type of relationship. Because 
I don't have any expectations if I'm being honest and with it, you. I mean, it's a fine line of keeping your self-respect and, yeah. you know, kind of getting to a place where you don't take things personally. I think that, um, you know, in this particular instance, an opportunity arose and, you know, you were able to kind of, like I said, have that bird's eye view yeah. of dealing with the situation, which allowed you to be able to navigate in the manner in in the manner that that person has the capacity to be able to navigate. Do you think people can change? Uh, I, I do think that they can change. I, I, you know, it's so unfortunate because you don't want these situations to even happen from the beginning. Yeah. But when they do happen, I think that sometimes the best thing to happen is that time apart. Yeah. And for, you know, both parties to kind of realize how silly a lot of the things are that people get mad about are, are over. You know, th throughout the course of your life, I think that you've done quite a, a bit of good in your life and the different things you've tried to establish for yourself, right? Um, there, there, you could be in a lot of different situations that could be far worse. Yeah, of course. But you, you are who you are, yeah. you know, and I think that trying to be a good person and an upstanding citizen in society um, I think for parents, sometimes that's not enough because they have so many expectations. But it, it's all about like letting that bird go, letting that letting that bird fly and and it's such a pick hard its own path. Thing for people, spe like specifically elders in my culture, because they think that they always know what's right. And hey, don't get me wrong, it took me having to hit my thirties to be like, you know what? My parents weren't always wrong about certain things. Maybe I could have done done things a little bit differently, right? Mm -hmm. Not in terms of my relationship, though. Because that's what's so important for me and a message that I tried to make very clear, even as I was sharing little bits of the last two days while they were here on my social media. Mm -hmm. I was not going to compromise who I was going to be with. I was not going to sacrifice who I loved or who I am to try and please other people. Because for all I know, I only get one shot at this thing called life. Why should I not do it on my terms? Correct. Why should I not follow my heart and try to do the best I can with what I have and do it in the most highest expression of myself? Right. Like I, I think that's like the most important message because had people never come around, I was learning to live a life where I was going to be okay anyways because that was important for me. Yeah. Because I also didn't want to... Like, what would it be like if I kept dragging you down because I decided to be with you, you decided to be with me, but I'm stuck on people who, who decide they don't want to partake? Yeah, I mean, it, it's that's what I was saying. It's a fine line between, you know, not taking things personally and you, having your own self-respect. And I think that, um, you know, we were able, you more importantly, were able to, get, to navigate that line right. and figure out what would allow you to be able to open the door for someone who was knocking at the door you know somebody actually said that to me on social media like somebody had messaged me and said i i like how you were able to still be open to receiving that relationship back i wish it would have never ended yeah i think you and i can agree that we're on the same page when it comes to that like it wasn't something that we were hoping would ever happen like that's not what we wanted yeah i don't think i don't think that's ever the case and you know and with these family scenarios but people you know, I don't know if it's because of age or this or that or whatever it is, but people just, sometimes they don't see the bigger picture when they're inflicting harm or when they're saying certain things yeah. or they're, they're not understanding 
the ramifications of what they're saying and how they are they are making someone feel abandoned right. in that moment because abandonment is a is a, a huge thing. is a huge issue yeah. that really truly breaks a lot of families and that's something apart. that I've had to work on in therapy you know that like yeah. I've been very vocal about me having to work through that but also at the same time look I didn't have any grudges in this situation I think you could attest to that because yeah. you're the closest person to me I'd forgiven a long time ago yeah. because I didn't want to carry that burden of anger anymore I spent a lot of time being angry of why people couldn't just accept me for who I am or accept my choices and respect them, right? Yep. And then I had to work on that and be like, hey, you know what? You have your own, you got your own stuff that you're dealing with. You got your own unhealed stuff that maybe you've never addressed. I get it. That's not me giving you a pass. That's me saying, I understand. So I'm no longer gonna allow that to impede on my life and how I choose to show up every day. Right. Whether it's in this marriage, because it's easy to blame our past. It's easy to blame our upbringing on the mistakes that we make and I've made a lot of mistakes I'm not even gonna sit here and act like I'm somehow a perfect person I'm so flawed right but it was about hey how can I less like lessen and lighten the burden that I carry metaphorically and mentally to be able to show up as even a little bit better today than I was say 10 years ago or five years ago yeah and it's a good thing because like I said we we're able to you know you were able to do that and, um, you know, like I said, from a, from a standpoint, I just want to uh, kind of end it here um, by saying, you know, one of those things that really does break families apart is the abandonment thing. I think that when, if you're family with someone, right, whether blood related or even through friendship or something along those lines, you have to always remember that words matter. Uh, yeah. uh, things matter. And when someone is telling you, hey, I don't like this, and you're choosing to ignore it, or you're choosing to make their feeling of abandonment or whatever it is that has happened that has hurt them about you, you are effectively severing the tie that you are supposed to have with this person. Because family means, hey, this thing happens, we have a situation or whatever it is, I tell you about my feelings, I tell you something hurt my feelings, we talk about it and we're able to get to a conclusion where you understand why this hurt my feelings and we're able, we're able to get apologies and move forward. And I think a lot of times as family, we miss that. We don't understand what happened and we so hell bent on having things go our way and how we feel and this and that. We're not able to acknowledge the person in front of us that we call uh, son, daughter, mother, father, brother, sister. We're not able to acknowledge those people as family members in those moments because our egos are too highly involved and we don't we don't have the capacity to just be like, hey, at the end of the day, you're my brother and I love you. What I did, I didn't mean to do yeah. and I'm sorry. And, and that, and those simple words would save a ton of relationships. But hopefully by watching this podcast, Maybe I said something, Natasha said something that'll help you in your life if you offend somebody in your life for you guys to not have to have those moments of feeling abandoned. I think that was beautiful, man. Yeah. Thanks for taking time to say that because that's something that I, I've had to learn too and you've helped me also learn. And so 
I guess I'll end it on this. I am still processing all of this. That's the word I kept using when I had a little Q&A with my Instagram family last night. I'm taking it one day at a time. It's all still so new to me because um, you learn to heal one way and then all of a sudden all these new things show up that you never expected. And so now you're learning to heal in a different kind of way. And the one thing I want to end it on most importantly is, God, you never know what life is going to bring your way because you could be so certain of something and then life goes, oh, no, 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 wait, I have a little surprise for you because this was truly, truly unexpected. So there's that. But as I continue to work through all of this, I will be sharing it with you guys and discussing more of it on the podcast. And we thank you all for taking time to listen and bearing with us as we take these little mini breaks to tend to everyday life. And we really appreciate you all. Thank you so much. And we're wishing you well on your journey.